It's in the game. The game. Hey, we are back with a new edition of It's in the Game here on the Cruise Control Podcast, Saturday night, March 11th, 2017. I am your host, Randy Cruz. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z. And tonight we're talking NBA with a good friend of mine, Mr. A.K.A. Denicio Del Toro. He's on Twitter at This Is Denicio and is the host of the Fameless Report podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes. My man D, what's up, my man? How you doing? We're shaking, brother. <laughs> doing good, man. Uh, Saturday, March 11th here in New York. A cold New York, man. Uh, trying to stay warm. But um, I just got finished watching the uh, the Nick game. They lost to Detroit in Detroit, uh, which is not not shocking at all. Uh, me and you go way back, uh, being Nick fans and, and all that good stuff. But um, the last time we spoke, and and this will be kind of funny. The last time we spoke, the Knicks were third in the Eastern Conference. To- <laughs> Today, they are twelfth in the Eastern Conference. So, um, I want I want to before we get into you know specifics, I want to ask you what has annoyed you. What has annoyed you the most about this next season? If you could pick Phil one. <laughs> motherfucking Jackson. Shout out to everybody. What's going on? Uh, this is Denisio's The Handle. At me if you disagree with anything that I'm saying today or going forward. Phil motherfucking Jackson is a travesty that I can't even uh, put into words. He's He's... To me, based on every single step he's made, I feel he's trying to get himself fired. Mm-hmm. That's my take on on the most the most annoying, the most egregious, the most devastating, just unbelievable things that have happened to the next you can attribute to that gray haired man. That has what eleven rings? Eleven? Is that right? Yeah. How many 11. rings? Yeah, yeah 11. eleven rings. And uh, hey, I, I, I mean, maybe wait. When's his contract up next year? I believe has, so. I think he has one more year. One more I think year. I think he has one more year. But he needs to go. I mean, yeah, I think uh, everybody feels the same way you do. That you know, I think. If you try to break it down of what has annoyed Knicks fans the most, you know, you can't just pick one because it, it's so many things where, you know, someone can be annoyed where, you know, someone like me, I'm annoyed that we get good talent in the, in, in the offseason, D-Rose and Noah and, and Jennings and Courtney Lee, and we can't make the playoffs. And, and as of right now, I don't think we are. And, you know... I don't think. But we... you said, Rand, you said the most, though, right? Because I, 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 you know, you can't. The players coming off injury, coming from different uh, um, teams, like you just mentioned, Brandon Jennings coming off injury, Derrick Rose coming off injury, uh, Noah coming off injury, coming to the Knicks. You can never tell if they're going to snap back to what we wanted them at least to be. But with Phil Jackson, he comes into the situation with no experience. Gets basically buku bucks, 
Uh, they kept throwing money at him. It sounded like he didn't even want to take the job. He forces himself to take the job because the money is just too darn good. The only thing he can say is he they, he drafted Chris Stapps Porzingis. Other than that, I mean, what does he have to show for it? He's he's been terrible since he's gotten there. Fifty-four win team, if I'm not mistaken, with Mike Woodson and all with all of them. That was the that was just a couple of years ago, and look how far we've gone from that. We couldn't sustain that level. Yeah, and now and now it'll be four consecutive years that we don't make the playoffs, and it's not like we're in a rebuilding year every season because, um, we do get talent here and there. We do get some mediocre free agents. I'm not saying we get the great the uh, the best ones, but I think. When Knicks fans saw on paper at the time, oh shit, we got Rose, we got Noah, we got Jennings, we got Courtney Lee, uh, Porzingis is going to you know, be in his uh, second season. Melo is back healthy. On paper, you would think like, oh, okay, we could compete for a playoff spot. I'm not saying top two, three, four. You could say with this roster, we could be in the top eight. And at one time... As I told you before, back in December, I think I think December, the Knicks were third. And they were third for a little bit, let's say like a week. And then we're like, oh, shit, you know, this team is, you know, pretty good. But then Noah gets hurt. Things start unraveling. And by the time you know it, we're standing here in early March, 12th in the Eastern Conference. And now, as of, as of right now, they're 26 and 40, not making the playoffs. Um, and it just an, a a another year wasted of, of good talent of timing. Melo is not getting any any younger. What what frustrates me is, like you said, Phil and and the tweeting back and forth, trying to get himself fired. I, I think he's trying to do that, or you know, wanting to, wanting to trade Melo, knowing that Melo has the no trade clause. Um, you know, little little shit like that. The injuries and. It just it just nonstop, man, nonstop, and it's like the fans don't deserve that, but that's been the norm when it comes to New York New York Knicks basketball in, in in the last few seasons. I want to touch on something you just said in terms of uh, Melo. Go ahead. Now, I've had some conversations in the, since that, obviously since we've met up when they were third to mm. now twelve. Right. And I've been, it's a lot of mellow slander. A lot. It's heavy. It's heavy, baby. The slander is <laughs> off the chain. Oh, he can't play defense. Oh, he's selfish. Oh, he's not a leader. <laughs> I've had to sit back and just absorb all this rhetoric. Mm. And I sat, a, I sat a couple people down and I said, look. Give me about three minutes, and I'm explain to you why what you're saying is buffoonery. Okay. First and foremost, I said let, let's keep it very simple. Look at Carmelo Anthony as a bigger version of Allen Iverson. All right. Okay. Okay. When Allen Iverson was in the league, Larry Brown and Pat Croce got together and said, "Okay." We got this lightning bug here. What are we going to do? They made a decision. They could have went a couple of ways, as GMs do, Phil Jackson. You make a couple of decisions to decide which way you're going to go, which way you're going to take your team. Do you want to play big? Do you want to play small? Do you want to play fast, et cetera, right? They get together and they say, okay, 
We want Allen to be the offensive focal point. We have to surround him with defensive players, mm-hmm. rebounders, forget their offensive abilities. They, you know, have to be basic. But we're going through Allen Iverson. Yeah, he had a couple of, he had Iguodala at one point, he had Stackhouse at one point. But strictly Allen Iverson. He took them to the NBA Finals. Correct. True or false, right? No, okay. Right. Now, Carmelo's best team, when he was surrounded with players, he took them to where, Randy? The Western Conference Finals. Thank you. You're welcome. So, all, all, all this rhetoric about how Melo sucks and, and this and that and the third, every time he's had, based on history, every time he's had a decent enough team around him, Melo, uh, excuse me, a.k.a. LeBron, I need players around me to win championships. Every time he's had players around him, he's done Pretty decent, whether it's make the playoffs, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's uh, take his team to the finals. He's done pretty decent. Why? Because he's a scorer. That's all he is. Stop trying to make him into LeBron. Stop trying to make him into KD. He's not. He's still one of the top, I'll say, 15 players in the league. 15 out of 400. He's top 15. And people talk about him like he's, uh, 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 what's this guy from Atlanta? Uh, um uh, uh, Cephalosha. They talk about him like he's Cephalosha. Like he has no uh, uh, ability whatsoever to even play the game. It, it's it's quite it's quite disrespectful if you ask me. No, I I do agree with you. Where you know Melo Melo has done everything he can being a New York Nick. Um, he, he's never in trouble outside of the the floor and uh, constantly professional plays. I would say tries to play every single game. He does get hurt, but you know, um, does he get a bad rap? I, I I believe so because one, he's a, he's he's a star, and he's a star that wanted to come to New York again. We can go back six years. He begged. He begged. He said, "Please, I want to go home. Please." Right, and then and then people people t- to this day are like, "Well, Melo, maybe you should have waited for the summertime so that you can have." Wilson Chandler and and Gallinari and Ray Felton and Mozgov to help you out. Now, when you come here, you don't have four role players to help you out. Now, he he wanted to be here. He's been here since since 2011. Time flies so quick, bro. Time flies. Six years, Melo has been a, a freaking New York Nick. And they've made the playoffs how many times? I believe once. The fifty four the fifty four season uh team, I believe, with and, JR and Tyson. And that's Tyson where, Chandler. And that's where you're wrong because they made it in twenty eleven and twenty twelve and thirteen. So they made the playoffs three times out of the six years. Twenty eleven was the first round loss to Boston. Twenty twelve Right, right, right. Twenty twelve right, is when you right, made Amari right. hit the, 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 the fire uh, extinguisher. And uh, Amari in Miami, that's right. Right, right? That's right, right. Wine, wine right. bath, Amari. Um, 2013 is when they went to, to, to the second round. Wine bath, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, I mean, three, three out of the six years, he's but right. And you, you, I, I'm even thinking is less than that, but I mean, three out of six years, he's made these you get a team around him, he'll take you where he needs to take you. And, and and then you can also say, well, since Phil Jackson has been here, the Knicks have not made the playoffs. So it's like, um, 
who's to blame, what can be rectified. They're not making it this year. Now it's going to be another year of, all right, let's go to the draft. Let's see what we can get with free agency. Let's see how much money we have in, in a in a salary cap. Do do people even want to come and play for New York? That That's a whole different story. So now it's like, if you're a Knicks fan, th- this is what you hear every year. Free agency, draft, who's going to be our coach? Is, is Melo going to be traded? Those are like the four main topics you hear. It's never about... Are we going to be a top four seed? Are, are, are we going to get home court advantage in the playoffs? Can we compete with LeBron and Boston and Toronto and, and, and those guys? It's always the same shit. And I feel like I'm asking you now, like, what is it going to take for the, to write to this ship? Is it, is it Melo saying, you know what? I think it's best for me to go somewhere else. Or Phil got to be like, you know what? I'm just going to collect, collect the rest of my money and, and be out. No, no. Phil's not leaving. You can, the, They're the both not leaving. Simple, They're both not leaving. But it's not going to be done, quite frankly. James Dolan needs to resign. <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. Throw, throw, throw a fork in him. Uh, uh, throw a fork in him just like, uh, uh, just like in um, freaking Rocky. Rocky should have threw in the towel and Apollo would still be here today. But he wants to be a fucking fool and keep that fucking towel and now fucking uh, 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 Apollo is dead. Needs to throw in a damn towel and and relinquish. That's not going to happen. So let's move forward from there. If he's not going to do that, hire someone that actually uh, has uh, just carte blanche to do what they need to do without anyone being meddling in their business. You had a chance, just breaking it down. You had a chance to get Tom Thibodeau, suggestion of Carmelo Anthony. You denied him. You had a chance, I believe, to get Al Horford when he was on the block. You didn't pick him up. You had a chance to get Kyle Lowry. You didn't get him. I mean, the list goes on and on of things where I'm just like, shake things up, draft, uh, uh, trade somebody out there before the trade deadline. See, you, I mean, see what you can do. You see what Sacramento did? They said, okay, we're making a decision. We're going to suck. Fuck it. Bye, Demarcus. See you later. Mm-hmm. Trade the top center just, just for peanuts. Here, hey, we don't want him anymore. Thanks. Thanks for the good old technicals. Thank you. We don't need him. Like, the, the Knicks are just, it's all about management. If management stinks, everything else will fall into, fall into play. It'll just all stink from the top to bottom. Yeah, and, and, and for example, and I saw it yesterday where the, the, the tale of two GMs, presidents, you take a guy like Pat Riley and you take a guy like Phil Jackson. Pat Riley, I saw yesterday, was um, at the Michigan-Purdue game scouting he, he was writing something on, on a notepad on the phone he was watching the game scouting because he knows at a wait he's at which game he was at the at the michigan purdue game yesterday uh pat Riley. michigan purdue college game scouting right and at at the same time this is what our gm does he's teaching the guards the fucking triangle offense so Pat Riley's scouting. Phil Jackson is teaching an old offense to these guards that they don't want to run. So it's like at some point you got to stop being stubborn and do something new. Let Jeff Hornacek coach the way he wants to coach. Why aren't you out there uh, doing what, what Pat Riley is doing and scouting? Because, my man, uh, you're going to be in the fucking draft. You got to know who these guys are. You're not making the playoffs. 
So do what do what Pat Riley is doing and start scouting of who you who you might might want to pick up in June. Um, yeah, in June. He's the worst. He's the worst chess player in history of chess. Like and you, I can't you, you just want to keep the same strategy over and over every single game. You keep doing the same like, come on, old man. Nobody boring wants to run move. The offense. Nobody wants to run the offense. You you play ball. You don't want to run a freaking triangle. No, 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 <laughs> no. We're we're you you. What you're doing is you're trying to get an offense, which which happens often. Let's be clear. There are coaches that want to. Uh, certain coaches or certain scenarios where there's the same offense that's just passed down from generation to generation depending on the team. And it's just like if you have different players, you adjust the offense to the players. You don't keep the offense the same. You got people trying to run a flex offense for players that are athletic, get them out in open court, get them moving so they can use their athletic ability to score as opposed to setting screens and going to the elbow and that's and, and this is what Phil is like. This is what Phil is trying to put on the game right now. You see what Golden State is doing. You see what Steve Kerr is doing. Pa- Greg Popovich moving out the ball, screen, backdoor cuts, uh, high screens, pick and rolls. This dude's like, no, no, triangle first. Yeah, basically, and 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 it's been the Knicks have been in the news all year for the, for the wrong reasons. Filled with his uh, tweeting stuff about Melo, um, you know, the whole Charles Oakley incident at the Garden. Uh, do they want to trade Melo? What's going to happen? And I, I just feel like as as a Knicks fan uh, for so long, you know, just trying to find the light at the end, end of the tunnel, man. Like, what what's going to happen that's going to be like, okay, X, Y, and Z needs to happen first before the Knicks even begin to talk about playoffs. Not, not even championship. I talk about just making, making, yeah, a, making the playoffs. Playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. Playoff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> playoffs. Exactly. Man, playoffs. First and foremost, you gotta you, you gotta get somebody on in that lineup that gives a fuck. There's nobody in the lineup that that's that. Are you you watch the games. Who's yelling at who? Who who's yelling at anyone? Who's yell, who's who's yelling at someone when they mess up? The who's f- doing that? The fans are yelling at the Knicks. Who 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 on the team is yelling like yo? Uh, no no no. Like and again, Melo's not a leader. Stop looking at Melo. He's not a leader. Some people, some leaders are leaders by vocally leading. You know, just using their vocals and talking to you, leading that way. And then some others are just playing. Just, they're going to just play and come to work, bring their lunch pail, and it's going to come to work, and they're going to lead like that. He's going to lead by example. Now, Mel's not a leader. Yeah, you got to bring a leader in. Now, let me ask you this before I go, go on to something else. Now, I know he was hurt during the year, but I want you to give me your analysis of KP's second full, uh, full year in the NBA. Uh, again, he was hurt, but do you think that he – had the same kind of year as last year? Did he progress in different areas, or did he regress, or did he did he stay the same from year one? Uh, sidebar: Melo uh, has has been playing on and off with an injury. No one really talks about his health. He his back is probably hurting from carrying the Knicks for the past <laughs> couple of years. But we're not going to go back to Melo. Let's mm-hmm. move on to KP. Mm-hmm. KP, sec- second year. This is the second year, right? Right. Second full year. He hasn't regressed, and he hasn't progressed. 
he's pretty much flatlined, if you ask me. Um, inconsistent. Some games he's here, fully engaged, uh, aggressive. Then other games he's lost, can't screen, can't rebound, can't score. And I'm sitting back looking at him I'm like, well, is he hitting the rookie slump? Like, okay, it's two, year two, he hasn't gotten, I haven't, I haven't seen anything in his game that I was just like screaming like, okay, he's gotten better at that. Like maybe his handle, I'll agree, maybe his handle has gotten better. I've seen a lot of crossovers, step-back shots, I've seen that. But what I would love to see, moving forward, if he's trying to make it, you know, make it in this league really seriously, I would like him to put on a little bit more weight, which would give him the ability to grab more rebounds. He's not going to get bullied in there. And the, the more ability to post up. The games, I'm watching games with Cleveland. LeBron's just throwing him out the way. Tristan Thompson's just throwing him, throwing him out the way like a rag doll. Yeah. And, and Draymond, to too. On, he needs to put on weight to avoid those, you know. And also, too, to prolong this season. It's, it's, for me, there are times where I think he's tired, fatigued. Season's a lot, you know, season's long. I think I've seen games where I'm just like, he's shooting, but he has no legs. Because he's tired. And, you know, obviously gaining weight and getting more, getting stronger will help. How old is KP? He's young, isn't he? He like 20, 21, something like that? Young, young. He's a little baby. Young. Give him some time. He's going, you know, give him some time. He's, again, he's from the the first time I saw him um, on video on YouTube. And he was doing his practice shots. I said, okay, he's a great practice player. So practice is not the issue. And, I, and he seems like he, he really wants to be good. So hopefully he dedicates himself and comes back a little, maybe 10 pounds heavier in muscle. And he gets a little bit better. I want to ask you about, you know, the same thing. is Well, not the same thing, but um, kind of in the same boat of, of, of what's going on with New York is going on in L.A. with the Lakers. So now they get magic to run – President, GM, basketball ops, whatever it is, he's now the main guy in in Los Angeles. Now, what do you think? Well, one, what did you think of Magic running the Lakers now? And two, um, how do you think he'll do? Because we saw him, we saw him as a coach. He wasn't that very good. We saw him do the whole ESPN thing. He, uh, to me, he wasn't wasn't all that all that great either. So now he has to run the franchise, and he has he has a lot of young talent on that roster. He might give Kobe a call to 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 do some things. What did you make of Magic now running LA? And how long do you think the Lakers take before they get back into playoff mode? I think they'll be in the playoffs next year. I think because of uh, the Walton boy. The lineage of Walton, I think he, you know, the, he's a great coach, and I think he he has the ear of the players, and that's very important in this day and age with coaches and players. He has the ear. Now, in terms of magic, yes, sir. When he first got the the when I first saw he got the nod, I was like, okay, he's Magic Johnson. That's why he got the nod. He didn't get the nod because he had experience. He didn't get the nod because you. Strictly because his name is Magic Johnson, and there was some brouhaha with uh, with uh, Dan Lebertard, and he said, you know, he got the job, and, and I didn't disagree with it. He got the job because he's charming and he's Magic Johnson. 
He said, I said, I, and he, he ran down all the jobs he's gotten because he was charming at Magic Johnson. He got a talk show. That got canceled. He was an analyst. Really wasn't good as an analyst. Mm-hmm. Strictly, and now he has the gym, you know, the president position, and we'll, obviously we'll see. But the difference now is he's surrounding himself with people that are not yes men. Kobe's not afraid to tell Magic Johnson, no, that player sucks. Yeah. That's Kobe. why when you mentioned, when he mentions Kobe, I, my, my, you know, spider sense started tingling. I'm like, hmm, okay. If he has Kobe on speed dial, I mean, if he, if Magic's like, okay, well, I, I feel great about this player. Let me have Kobe look at, look, you know, look, look at him and size him up and see what the verdict is. Right. You don't think you don't think Kobe's gonna straight up tell him the tell him what the the T is and be like, yo, listen, this guy sucks, man. He's not even Laker. He's not even Laker approved. Pass. So I think the combination of Kobe being there and hit you know it, on one side with Magic, and then obviously Kobe's um, Palinka uh, being the uh, I believe the GM on right. the other side. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's he's prepped. In position to have have a successful situation. Yeah, I, I I think I think their future is a lot brighter than New York. Um, you know, you mentioned the Lakers will will make the playoffs next year. Um, do they make the playoffs before the Knicks do? Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. 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 Because again, you're talking about continuity, right? So what, Randall? Uh, uh, Russell, um, Larry Nance, Clarkson, Nance. The, the, like you got about four or five guys that have played with each other for about three or four years. Obviously, Lou Will's not there no more. Ingram, but you got yeah, you got about four or five guys that will be playing with each other for two or three years. They're going to have some continuity. Lou, I don't know what the next. I don't know what the next going to look like next year. Do you? Um, what's the answer at point guard? What's the answer at two guards? Okay, you have so, an answer okay, with okay, Melo so, at three. All right, so you now, have an answer at four with KP. You have no answer at five. Oh, uh, well, no. I, I like I like um, Hernan Gomez. Hernan Gomez, I like okay. him. I love Hernan Gomez. He's going to, you know, obviously he's young, so he's going to need some work. But I like his I like his pedigree. He doesn't back down, but he needs some work. But obviously he's a rookie, so I like him. Okay, real quick. So 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 back to New York real quick. If, if, play GM. You, you you look at Derrick Rose on, on on the kind of year he had with the Knicks, and take into account he went a wall and doesn't really want to run the triangle. You play GM, do you bring him back? If so, how many years? And if not, who are you looking at to replace him? to be your starting point guard or are you looking into the draft and trying to be lucky and trying to get a top five pick where you can get a point guard in that draft or a a, a free agent to be which i i don't know who, who's out there uh chris paul staying in uh in la uh westbrook got locked up last year with with okc curry ain't going nowhere I, I'm not too sure what 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 other point guards could be available to to start with the knicks so either a you keep rose not giving max years and max dollars. If not, who the fuck are you getting? What, what? Okay, so if I had a magic wand, what I would do is what I would do 
Derrick Rose is not getting any money. Derrick Rose ain't getting my money, man. You got to go, brother. Okay. You want to go? You want to go? A well now. Okay. So you say, okay. Well, what's the solution to that problem? Once you get rid of him, okay. Right. My thought process would be is. You you don't have to. A lot of the times, too, what these coaches do, they want to make a big name splash when they get a trade True. and get like a top tier, uh, top tier point guard that's always started that may have came off injury or something like that. How about here's an idea: go after a number two point guard who's always been on the bench and make him your starter. How about trying to do that? All right. So when I say that, I'm like maybe look for you know a DJ Augustine's or a uh, 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 um, you know the names don't come to mind, but DJ Augustine, like a DJ Augustine type that's always been a journeyman too, and he, he's never been like once you put him in, the team has gone, you know has has been bad. No, he's always been off the bench, sustained the lead. Or you know, increase the lead, or has always been um, a, you know positive. It's I'm just confused why everybody wants to always go after a big name, go after a, a two guard. Uh, excuse me, go after a second level, second tier point guard, make him your starter. Then now you have a guy who not only is getting paid, he's getting paid, and he's got promoted. Now he has uh, the actual how do you how do you say uh, motivation to play and actually be good. Like, besides the money and besides that you're a professional, now you have the motivation because you got promoted. How about doing that, for starters, maybe? Okay, so so someone like a Drew Holiday, someone like a Ricky Rubio, who, who they tried yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking no, 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 no. Keep Ricky Rubio out your mouth. Don't you ever bring him up again, ever, in any conversation we have. Well, in the I'm history just saying, because they tried to get Don't him. They tried to me. get him. They tried to get him last month. And my thing is... And, like, I, is, and I threw up in my mouth. I threw up... In my mouth. But that you, is, but, but uh, you, that's, but you just terrible. said, you just said, what about what about a second tier point guard? It's not the biggest no, name. No, no. All right, let me let me let me clarify. A second tier point guard who hasn't been a starter. This guy's a starter. Ricky Rubio's a starter that can't play defense and can't shoot. So what do we need him for, really, in a shooting in a shooting league, right? Really, you have to surround this guy with nothing but shooters and and rebounders for Rubio to be successful. You bring him to New York, he can't shoot. He's going to be a liability, and he's not like Jason Kidbice, where all he can do is pass, and he'll be a defensive he'll be a defensive presence on the defensive end. He doesn't even have defense. So what do you really don't ever say his name? Yo, man, don't don't ever compare Ricky Rubio and, and Jason Kidd, bro. Don't don't, don't I do that. Don't do that. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying, you know, that's what I would want if I, if you know, if you don't, if you can't shoot, at least play D and be a great assist man. That's what I was mentioning. But the Rubio can't even. He's a great assist man, and that's all I'm giving him. He can't shoot, and he can't he can't play D, and he can't rebound. So what are you good for? What are you good for as a point guard? I don't know. Don't bring him up when he comes in next, or anybody else for that matter. Uh, but he's a he's been a starter. I'm referring to somebody who hasn't ever been a starter. Like uh, I think DJ Orski was a starter maybe once or twice, but you know, get you get you J. Ru you know J. Ru Holiday or something like that. Absolutely. Or or listen, man. We seen teams get lucky in the draft. We seen Orlando get back to back one picks. Cleveland, we seen it, and maybe. This time around, the Knicks may, might get lucky. You never know. But I think if the one guard that's out there right now from, from UCLA, Alonzo Ball, if the Knicks were to get their hands on him, you fucking take him and keep him. If not, then 
I don't know, man. When's the last time the Knicks had a spry young point guard? Stephon Marbury? Um, well, I will answer that with this. You, you, last spry point guard who was young, spry, just just uh, just a uh, just a ball of energy. What, Jeremy Lin? <laughs> Don't you ever bring him up again. You said young and spry. I'm asking you a question. Uh, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was. And then he, he, he had New York rocking for a little bit until Mello was like, nah, chill. We ain't having that. Nah, man. That wasn't it, man. That wasn't it. Okay, but, 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 but to answer your question, we, you know, if you take it, if you take it at the... Take a look at the history of the Knicks point guards. You're talking about Jeremy Lin. You talk about Marbury. You talk about Chris Duhon. You talk about Raymond Felton. You talk about Charlie Ward. You're talking about. I like Ray Ray. I like Charlie Ward. Okay, but my thing is, it, 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 are you are you the fan that say you know what New York should have a fucking dominant point guard, a, a big time no, point guard? Are you like that's what I'm saying, bro? You you. You have Carmelo, Anthony, and KP. Those are your two main pieces. Those are the guys that are going to get you points and get you scoring. Okay, great. Now, we need somebody. Noah was supposed to be the guy that protects KP. Now he's not in the mix. Derrick Rose was supposed to be the guy to help also KP and Melo score, you know, take the load off of Melo's back. But he wasn't the solution. And, yes, he's... Averages like twenty some points, but it's just it's quiet twenty seven. It's not like in your face twenty seven consistent every single game. Uh, twenty two, twenty three, not even twenty seven. Twenty two, twenty three points a game. It's not even you know explosive like that. What about the assists? What about the defense? Let's be clear. How many point guards have come to the New York to the New York Arena, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca, and has dropped buckets on us? And that's not us. That's on the point guard. Like. No, like he's away on defense. So now we're here, where we have um, holes in the starting five, and we have an old bench. Now what do we do, bro? You don't know that everybody who comes to New York gets their gets their career high against the Knicks in the Garden. I, I thought you knew oh, that by no. now. It's like they're JV. I thought you knew like, that by now. On, this is this is getting ridiculous again. I just I just feel that. People are asleep at the wheel. There have been opportune times to to make the team better. Could could you imagine this team with Kyle Lowry? Could you? That that's the trade that pissed me off when I heard they said James Dolan said no because of uh, uh, what happened to Andre Bargnani. Whose fucking fault was that? I could have told you that was going to blow up in your fucking face. Why would you get Andre Bargnani? Because I was like, what, what are you? What are you doing? Because they, from what I heard, that they did not want to give up Shumpert at the time. And plus, the, the, guy, the guy from Toronto was asking for, for a lot of stuff. And so, you gave him up anyway, which is fucked up. You gave him up anyway. For nothing. But that's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? You but that wasn't Dolan, though. No, that wasn't Dolan. Then you was, gave him up from, and for, for nothing. I'm like, bro, that's that's backwards. Yeah, so but, it's but, like, but, it's but like Dolan, sabotage. Dolan did not trade Shumpert. Phil Jackson did. The big difference. Phil just gave him away just to, just to give him away to get rid of J.R. Smith as well. Same thing with, with Chandler and Ray Felton. Dolan did not pull the trigger on that Shumpert deal with, with Kyle Lowry. The same thing I could say, well, New York could have had Paul Millsap. 
But they, 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 another, they another thing that I was pissed off that they didn't try to do. And again, when you're in des- desperation mode to make the playoffs, you make desperation moves. I've seen it done before. You just, you just say fuck it. Let's just roll the dice this year. Fuck it. Let me see what we can do. I'll give you this, this, and this. Just give me a player that I can bring back and say, okay, Mello, KP, uh, 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 Mello, KP, and this player. Take us somewhere. Hurry. Take us somewhere. You have 30 days or, what, not 30 days, two months. You have two months to see if you can get us in the playoffs. Please, take us there. We're losing, we're losing traction. We went from third to eighth to ninth. We want to at least squeak into the playoffs. Let's see if we can make a run. Let's go after Paul Millsap. Why not? When it, I mean, you're not, you're, you're, yes, the New York Knicks are the most valuable NBA franchise. So they have no reason to make the product better. They're going to get paid regardless. So that's where the frustration comes in. This organization is going to get paid regardless, whether there's a championship in New York or not. See how that works? Yeah, and if Phil Jackson could trade MSG, I think he would. <laughs> just, just knowing Phil, he like I'll give you the garden and the two Chase Bridges. For, I mean, for, for, you, you, for, you can't you can't make you can't make this stuff up. LeBron is out here begging, begging and pleading. I can't. We can't win with this team. Okay. We went on a seven and nine. A game we won seven out of the fourteen games. It's terrible. We cannot win a championship. Do something. Here comes Kyle Korver. Ah, it's not enough. We need more. It's not enough. Kyle Korver is not enough. Along with Tristan and Kyrie and Jr. and Shumpert and and Kevin Love, it's not enough. We need more. But you know Here what? Comes Deron Williams. You know what though? You know what though? LeBron got that shit done though. Cause if Melo, if Melo if Melo could say, listen, Phil, I need, I need, the, think, I need the point guard. You don't think he's doing that behind closed doors? He's just not doing that in public. He's doing that behind closed doors. That's why he's like, yo, this is he's probably every single game shaking his head like this is bullshit, which is an assumption I have with every you know with the, with with the tea leaves that are being dropped. He literally is behind scenes having conversation. I think he had a conversation like. Twice this season, they was like, "What? What you talk about? Oh, I don't want to talk about it." But no, the thing is, Melo, Melo told Phil, like, "This is what we need, and this is who we need." And then Phil gave him gave him a book with a triangle offense, and Melo was like, "Nah, chill. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about players. We need help." And that's the difference difference between LeBron, who could say, "I need help." All right, here's Kyle Korver. I need more help. Oh. Well, that's the difference between no. That's the difference between what kind of GM does LeBron have? A young, yeah. into the game GM, that not wants an to keep old him happy. school no. coach who thinks he knows the game and won't relinquish any type of idea to where you can form. Obviously, Pat Riley's like, oh, well, okay, because it's kind of confusing. If you have Jordan, if as Phil Jackson, you seen Jordan. Pippen come together. Then Kobe and Shaq come together. Why wouldn't you say, you know what? We need to get three or four superstars on the same team. That's what we need to do. What, what is this thought process of just, I mean, he pulled the trigger with Derek Rosen. No, okay, great. But this is after the fact. This is not in their primes trades. In their prime trades. This is where the, 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 the anger and frustration comes in 
when you talk about the New York Knicks. But don't get don't get too frustrated, man, because you know what? All smiles will be there come June when the Knicks pick first in the NBA draft and then they pick somebody from overseas and you know. But anyway, speaking of LeBron, they get Cal again, we haven't we haven't done this in a while. They get Corver, they get Darren Williams, they get Derek Williams, they get Andrew Bogle, but he got hurt in like Two minutes. They are that was that was that was that was uh, uh, GSW karma. <laughs> no, you know what? That, that was that was. Uh, and let me let me let me tell you real quick. Mm. That injury. That was crazy, man. Really. I, when I saw it, I started. No, and this is not no, no karma. Knock on wood. I'm not saying I'm not laughing about Andrew getting hurt. What I'm saying to myself is that's why centers don't go out there. The guy was taking a three-point shot. Andrew Bogan went out to contest. Right. What's yeah. a seven-footer going out from the paint to the three-point line to contest? He went out there to contest a three-point shot, got caught with the pump fake, as you should. Every guard out there knows a big man's running at you full steam. You pump fake, give him a pump fake, goes around him, and, of course, Andrew's like, I'm in no position to, 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 to stop him. What do I do? Let me do the AKA Shane Battier, AKA Bruce Bowen, AKA Grayson Allen, leg sweep and broke his fucking foot. And then at that point I was just like, see, that's, that's a lesson to be learned. And people should be showing this tape to every, every center. Stop this buffoonery of trying to challenge every three point shot, especially when he's not a three point shooter. Yeah, you're right. So I, I mean, I was saying they, they get Corver, they get both D Wills, they get Andrew Bogus, so they they do get help off the bench. And now Cleveland is still first in the Eastern Conference. They just got J.R. Smith back. They're gonna get Kevin Love back. Um, you know, the Wizards are playing better. The uh, the Celtics are playing better. Toronto is still in the mix. What competition do you see um, out there for the Cavaliers? Um, is it going to be a cakewalk, or is there a team or two that can, you know, probably yeah. still lose but give Cleveland a run for their money when it comes playoff time? What team or I two like, do you see that? I like Boston, and I like Toronto. I like, obviously, Toronto picked up uh, Ibaka. They lose Terrence Jones. They lose some shooting, if I'm not mistaken. Terrence Jones, and, they, and they got P.J. Tucker as well. I mean, it, it still and is they significant. The P. I love the P.J. Tucker pickup. I love that pickup because you know why? Now you have a guy who could defend twos, one, twos, and threes. Mm. So here comes Kyrie. Here comes LeBron. And he could defend all those positions. I love that pickup by Toronto. And, of course, Boston, I love their nucleus. However, I don't know offensively if they have enough. And then obviously in the back end, the dark horse, which is uh, Washington. I don't know if they have enough discipline to play playoff uh, playoff uh, defense. But not a cakewalk. No, nope, uh, so I see. Not. I see a lot of seven game series. I see maybe. I see. I definitely see them going through a, a couple of rough games. But they'll definitely come out the East. I would be completely shocked if they didn't. So now you got them coming out of the East. The Western Conference is a little bit tricky now with the whole Kevin Durant injury with the Warriors. 
They no, lost, not not anymore. Okay, okay, but now they lost four out of five. They still are first in the West. They they're fifty fifty two and thirteen. So they already lost more than what they did last year. Right behind them is still and always the San Antonio Spurs. Do you think that the Warriors will hold the one seed for the remainder of the year, or do you think San Antonio can uh, can catch them? Well, based on my ticker, my ESPN ticker, LaMarcus Aldridge is done. He's out indefinitely, heart issue. So I don't see San Antonio winning a championship without him. So having stated that, the Clippers, eh, not really sold in the Clippers. So even with this injury, I mean, Kevin Durant will be back. I give him two more weeks. Well, oh, they said no. They said they're going to reevaluate in a month. So he'll be back. He'll be fine. It wasn't a uh, when I saw the injury to Kevin Durant. I was like, okay, I want to see if that's a, you know anything ligaments or anything's damaged. Nothing's damaged, so that's awesome. So now it's just a shin bruise. I've had those before. Those take a couple of weeks to heal, and once they heal, he's back to hundred percent. And now it's it's off to the off to the races when it comes to playoff time. So I don't. I see them making it out the West. Okay, what about the Houston Rockets? You mentioned the Clippers, but what about the Rockets? Oh, I don't believe in. I believe in James Harden, but I don't believe they have enough three-point shooting. Even though they, you know, that's what their that's what their game is. I don't believe they can make enough three-point shots to make it to the NBA Finals. I don't think they have enough guns. So if not for James Harden or um, Ryan Anderson or um, who did that two guard, that Eric Gordon, that's just starting to light up this year. Other than that, you're really not really talking, tell, telling me too much. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be, you know, one, the Warriors play a lot different than well, without Durant. And maybe that's because you know, with with him being the new addition, Clay and Draymond and, and Curry had to change their games up a little bit. They're not shooting as much bef- as when you know before Durant got there. So now Durant is out, and I think uh, would it be safe to have Durant just keep it low and, and wait to the wait to the playoffs? Maybe, but if they if they if there's a fear that they don't hold the one seed, then. If he's healthy, he'll probably come back for a few games. But I think if they if they can hold a one seed, keep him out, let him rock out for game one uh, of the first round and see what happens. But I think it's still going to be Cleveland and Golden State. But now, as, as as we wrap up, you take a healthy revamp Cavaliers, you take a healthy Golden State Warriors, who did not really add anybody since the offseason. Who do you got? How many games? What what's the what's the factor in that that'll lead Golden State to win, and what's the factor that that'll lead Cleveland to win? Right now, I'm leaning with everyone healthy on Cleveland. Even with even with everyone healthy in Cleveland, you got the Warriors. I have the Warriors in seven. I think the addition of Kevin Durant will eliminate what J.R. Smith is going to do, Shumpert's going to do, Tristan Thompson's going to do, Kevin Durant's going, uh, excuse me, Kevin Love is going to do, 
It's going to, it's going to, because LeBron's going to have to make a decision, right? What last year when Golden State was, you know, when they was playing in the finals, anytime Curry got hot, who did they, who did Cleveland put on Curry to defend him? Um, damn. LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anytime Curry started to get into a rhythm or when they wanted to slow Golden State down, they threw LeBron on him. Now, Cleveland's going to have to make a decision. It's going to pick your poison time, baby. Who do you want to pick your poison? You want, you want some Curry poison or you want some KD poison? My, my thinking is Tyron Lue's no asshole. He's going to put LeBron on KD the whole entire series. If he's if he's it's going I don't know if he's going to do it by committee because if, if he thinks if Tyron Lue and his coaching crew thinks Iman Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Richard Jeff, Old Man River, River Richard Jefferson, uh, 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 who else on that still team? got hops? Uh, say again. He still got hops. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yo, that, that's cute. That's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 that's where my strategy is, is like, that's where I'm leaning towards right now. That's my focal point. If those two teams meet, the chess game's going to be, okay, LeBron, now you have a decision to make. You can't just defend Steph if Steph's hot. Now you have to defend KD or someone else is going to have to defend KD, which is going to leave everything else open. Steph is going to have a field day, which is going to be, which is going to be um, erased by Kyrie. Then you still have Clay and you still have Draymond going against whatever they have on Cleveland. And I don't believe Kevin Love is going to be the big X factor that people think he's, you know, that I, I don't believe it. So that's why I think Golden State in six. Um, Me, you know, real quick, me as a fan, I would love to see Kevin Durant win a championship. Um, I, I've always been a big, a big LeBron fan. Even here in New York, people are like, well, you know, if you're from New York, you, you know, you can't be a LeBron fan, but, you know, I am. Talent is talent, motherfucker. No matter where you're and, from, and, and, you, you, you going to like Biggie, you going to like Pac, or you going to be like, well, I'm from New York, so I can't like Pac. Who and, gives and, the fuck? And the, same thing, and the same thing with Kobe. I've always been a Kobe fan, so you, you have to respect talent and, 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 and recognize that. So do I want LeBron with four, or do I want Durant with his first title? Um... I don't know, man. I, 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 you know what's so funny? I felt like if both teams w- were healthy from their first go around in 2015 and also last year, I think the wrong team won the last two finals. Cleveland healthy in 2015 should have won that finals. Warriors healthy should have won last year with the whole record 73-9. They should have won fair. last year. And now it should have been the real tiebreaker. But now, with Durant, my thing is, the only thing that worries me about the Warriors are their bench. And I know Cleveland getting, if you look at if you look at Cleveland's bench, RJ, it may not sound like, oh, crazy, but they're still effective. RJ, Shannon Fry, Kyle Korver, Derek Williams, Darren Williams, 
I'm probably missing somebody else, uh, 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 somebody else, Shumpert, compared to what the Warriors don't have and what they had last year from from a bench standpoint. I think Golden that's the- State, Golden State made the gamble. Sorry for interrupting. Right, Golden right. State made the gamble and gave up pretty much their bench for KD, and now KD's going to have to. He's going to have to come bring it home. That's basically it. They made a gamble with their bench. They did. They figured, look, we're getting Kevin Durant. Fuck the bench. <laughs> and I get it. I, they're all chips are in, Randy. All the chips are in. Right. Yeah, it is, man. I think. Um, I think. I think it'll go. Man, I think it'll go seven either way. I, I, it's I'm, seven. It's seven. I'm hoping everybody's healthy back in time. No setbacks. We got to get a clear winner, full 100% on both sides, and we'll see who's the better team. But I think it should be another interesting finals. We'll see what happens. And no, and also no suspensions. Oh, yeah. No no injuries, no suspensions, no none of that, man. Both teams full strength for a full six, seven games. And if Durant wins, hey, man, all power to him. I, I think, you know, if it ain't this year, man, It'll be it'll be next year for Kevin Durant. Um, real quick, MVP talk. Everybody really is having Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, even Kawhi Leonard. Before we go, who is your current MV, um, you know um, MVP and why? And can anybody chase the guy who you have right now for the MVP? Okay. Uh, I've been fighting myself for the last three months. Oh yeah, who, who's winning? Right now, the lead for me is Kawhi Leonard. Really? Now, really? The reason why I say Kawhi Leonard is this: mm-hmm. the first, the uh, three months ago, I said three months. That's why I said three months ago. Three months ago, I said to myself, "Okay, you got James Harden." You have, obviously, Russell Westbrook. LeBron, LeBron to me, is, is like Shaq big back in the day, where Shaq could have won the, the, the MVP every single year, but it, obviously the team, you know, the NBA was like, we have to give it to somebody else. Literally, you are the best player in the, in the NBA. We could give this to you every year, but at least, you know, we have to give it to somebody. Like, same thing with Jordan. They gave it, you know, they gave it to somebody else when it was like, look, mm-hmm. hey, bro, you, you want, you know, you won too many uh, MVPs. Yeah, but, Barkley, David Robinson. Yeah, I get it. But, yeah, you know, we all knew Jordan was the best player for years, but other players won the MVP. So, having stated that, Initially, I thought it was going to be um, Russell Westbrook because of the triple double, but I don't think him being having the triple double supersedes his team um, losing as much as well as his team, you know, not being the, you know not having the same winning record as James Harden, whose team has a better winning record, and then Kawhi Leonard. And then when I say Kawhi Leonard, I'm saying okay, who plays? Both ends of the floor, Kawhi Leonard. So I'm like, damn. If you're talking about both ends of the floor, if you're talking about having a great season, if you're talking about uh, whose team is winning the most, that's Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard, MVP. I think right now, uh, um, I think for the first time in a while, it's really a race for the MVP. There's there's no clear-cut winner because you could say LeBron's MVP. You could say... Kevin Durant is a fucking MVP. You, you, you see what's going on without him in Golden State. Uh, James Harden 
Uh, I think uh, Houston is what top three in the Western Conference. Um, Mike D'Antoni could be coach of the year. Oh no, Mike D'Antoni is coach of the year. One hundred and thirty percent coach of the year. Westbrook doing what what he's been doing, breaking Wilt's record and maybe Oscar Robinson's record for triple doubles in in a in a in a a season. Now, Rand. Now, Rand. If you told me, if you told me we want to give James Harden and Russell co MVPs. But they won't do it. I would, I would like that. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know what? If, if they would do it, give it to Russell, give it to Harden. Everybody walks home happy, but they won't do it. Yeah, yeah. Do I mean, it. they've done co. What was it? Co rookie of the was it co rookie of the yeah, year? That's co rookie of the year, All Star MVP, but for a regular season. NBA ain't Listen, doing it, if you can't, that's the thing. Like, but but a the guy's but, averaging a triple double versus a guy. Who's having a great season and has a better rec- better record than the guy who's having a triple double? That's the problem. But but then again, they might do it because if it hasn't been done yet, why not do it? And and, and I think this is the year that it could be split fifty fifty. Like you know what, if we give it to Harden and and Westbrook, everybody's happy. In, in the freaking NFL, they did it for Payne Manning and um Steve McNair. So why not? They do did, it? right? They did yeah. co MVPs, right? Exactly. So why not do it in the NBA? Only if both both players equally deserve it. Now, and I think for them, they'll go by the record. So if Houston is third in the Western Conference, they, they'll give it to James Harden. But LeBron is first in the Eastern Conference every you know every year. So, so does it, you say, a, a caveat. It's JV. It's it's, it's JV. Yeah, it's JV. It, it, Kawhi Leonard yeah. in the West, baby, in the West. LeBron is and he more... has the second best record in the West. Uh, not matter of fact, hold on. Does the San Antonio have a better record than the Cleveland? Um. The San Antonio have the best. Wait, hold on. I got. I, I got to confirm that. I the San Antonio so. have the second best, second best record in the league overall. I believe so. I could be wrong, but I believe they have a better record than Cleveland right now. Let me let me Google that. That's a very important point because if you're trying to tell me LeBron, LeBron, if people say LeBron this, LeBron that, then that would that would make me a little bit. Uh, conf- let me see uh, uh, NBA stat, NBA uh, uh, um, league standings. Yes, yes, but you're not you're not gonna again you're you're not gonna get me to LeBron's great. LeBron's awesome. I love. Yeah, him. I mean like Le- Le- LeBron should win every year. But like you said about Michael and Shaq, you know what, Michael and Shaq, you know you're great. But can we give can we let can we let other 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 people live? You know your Carmelones, your David Robinson. All right, may may I interject. I'm sorry. Okay, the Cavs right now are 42 and 21. Yeah, San Antonio got right. In the Eastern Conference, the Spurs are 15 and 14. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. In the West, it's Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, second but, in the West, second best, second best, second best record overall in the league, and plays defense. I don't know. Bro. Okay, but but listen, real quick before we before we wrap it up, James Harden goes from a two guard to a quote unquote point guard. He's not really a point guard. Let's let's not get it twisted. He ain't he ain't Mark Price out here. You know what I'm saying? So like James Harden is now a point guard, and with decent talent around him. Does not have a second superstar or, or all star on his roster. Changes his game. He does get triple doubles. And 
his team is what third in the Western Conference, and you would think, you would think, oh, there's no way Houston's going to be third in the Western Conference, and and, and how are they winning, they'll blow you out. They'll get one twenty on you real quick. <laughs> give you the, with, give with, you the your, fire with, 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 with your Ryan Andersons. Now your Lou Williams, your Eric Gordons, and it's like you take James Harden. The same thing for same, same for Westbrook. You take James off that roster right now. Is Houston a playoff team? I would say no. You take Westbrook off that off the uh, um, OKC right now. Are they a playoff team? No way. LeBron. Cavs might make the playoffs. They could be five to eight with Kevin Love, um, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. You take Kawhi. Same thing you, with you uh, take, San Antonio. <clears throat> you take They'll Ka- make the playoffs if they remove Kawhi. Mm. Barely, barely. Maybe right on the outside, but they'll make the playoffs. Well, thank you. Even in the even in the West. So basically, you said James Harden or, or, or Westbrook, basically. Nah, man. <laughs> nah. That 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 number two overall record. It speaks volumes. Again, we're talking about most valuable. If we're talking about most valuable, who's going to most valuable? Who's getting you the most wins? Okay, Kawhi is because they're fifty and fourteen versus LeBron's forty-two and ten, and Houston, who's third, and OKC, who's sixth. Even with that Herculean effort of Westbrook averaging a triple double, even with James Harden playing his heart out, oh, he's almost averaging a triple double. It's not matching. Kawhi's ability to not only score on the offensive end, but he's now and he he plays defense. He'll shut down the your best wing guard, all NBA. If I'm like, back up, is he not a um, defender defending defensive player of the year? Kawhi Leonard, yeah. Come on, man! Come on! Come on! The dude is scoring, and he's defensive player of the year, and he's on the second best. Team in the league? Come on. Shame on you, Randy. This is easy. No, it's not. No, it's not, my brother. No, it's not. <laughs> you know that. You know that. But, you know, oh, come on. Come on. Anyway, man, on. The, the next time we'll have you on, they should announce the MVP by that time. So we'll see. Right now it's March. We got a whole month and a half left of the season to go. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully everybody remains healthy and they all make the playoffs. Um, but again, Denicio Del Toro, aka Denicio Del Toro, on Twitter at this is Denicio and the host of the Fameless Report on both no on SoundCloud, right? Not iTunes. Yes, we're we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're all we're actually we're on hiatus. Okay, I am expanding the brand. So Good for uh, you. the brand is now stepping out into video production as well as uh, photography. So I'm, brand- I'm branching out. I'm, I also produce uh, an- another podcast called Not Your Mama's Podcast. It's a great uh, podcast. Two lovely ladies, uh, Coach Stephanie. She runs a, um, a you know she runs a program called Better Life Choices of New York. It's a great program for mental health, mm-hmm. as well as uh, Lauren Purnell. They run. Uh, I basically produce for that show. It's called Not Your Mama's Podcast on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. So, but you look out for the FamousReport.com website. It's updated updated every single day. We, you know, we talk about news, we talk about current events, what's going on in the world, whether it's you know bullshit Trump, yada yada yada. So it's, it's always some good news to talk about and and, and share knowledge. So once again, this is Denise the at 
on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as the famous report. Holla at the holla at the kid. Thanks for having me, Randy. I appreciate you, brother. No problem, man. Again, you can always catch me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y, the letter J-C-R-U-Z, Cruise Control Podcast on both iTunes and SoundCloud.com. This is or this has been It's in the Game with Denise Del Toro. We are out.